Hello and welcome. Hello, welcome to the Vinny and John show. I am John. I'm Vinny. By default. So we like to have fun. We are some silly people, aren't we, sir? Oh, I, so I've heard. So yeah. And uh, Pastor Vinny had a wonderful idea. Uh, oh, say, say, glorious, fantastic, amazing idea for a different kind of show tonight. Uh oh. It's, it's still going to be fun, and we're still going to enjoy it because let's be honest, we uh, we enjoy all sorts of things, including yeah. including uh, some silliness. So why don't you, sir? Give us a little intro into what it is we're doing tonight. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about <clears throat> we're going to be talking about very serious uh, topics. Um, the topic <laughs> of tonight's show <laughs> is misinterpretation. Misinterpretation. Mm. Misinterpretation of scripture, scriptures that we think uh, we understand or we know the meaning of that are really wrong. And how the mm-hmm. Lord has helped us. But the fun part of the show, uh, the part that I, uh, the Lord dropped in my lap, is um, John and I are, are first off, <clears throat> we are not connoisseurs <laughs> of a certain genre of music. Correct. And we have chosen that genre of music to, to psychoanalyze and to pick apart and to interpret <laughs> creatively. To the and, best of our ability. And, and um, would you like would you like to tell the audience what genre of music we have chosen to interpret tonight? Yes, yes, sir. We have picked two songs from the uh, category of rap music <laughs> to 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 try and analyze and pick apart social and serious significance. To try to try, try to uh, 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 analyze it and look at it with a fine tooth comb and, and get some sort of deep meaning from it. I'm crying because of what's about to happen. Okay. Oh boy! We're gonna start with with uh. We're gonna start with you. Let's start with yours. I have them in no particular order, sir. Uh, we're gonna just be like a burden. Oh Fly. gosh! <laughs> wing, it. wing it is what I meant. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So first up yep. is uh, a song called "Wow." Yes. By Post Malone. So Post I'm gonna Malone. play. This. I'm gonna play a little snippet of it. Maybe I don't know a minute, maybe thirty seconds. I don't. Know. We'll see what happens, and uh, then we'll pause and look at the lyrics together. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sl- slight note: When we read these lyrics, we will be self-editing. Just so you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bleep bleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the and the song is a a clean version as well. Yes. Thank so, you, Lord. Praise yes. God. All right. So here we go. Can you hear that? Sure can. All right. Here it goes. I'm already rocking to it. Here. 
Oh, you talked about forgiveness. Lord. <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's all we need. That's all we need, sir. Yeah. That was 51 seconds of, of wow. Okay. So, so <laughs> yes. there's some spiritual significance right off the bat. Um, <laughs> so here we go here we go she's she okay said she tired of little money need a big boy oh boy pull up 20 inch blades like i'm little troy now it's everybody mm. flocking need a decoy so what did people do when when jesus came onto the scene they oh, they, they flocked right to him and <laughs> they did the decoy the decoy is metaphoric for Satan, right? The deceiver, decoy, the uh, fake, uh, the not the yeah. real. Okay. Um, Shotty mixing up the vodka with the licroy, which is sparkling water. What's the Lord? Oh, yeah. the, the water of life, right? Yeah. <laughs> John, I'm going to give you the G Wagon part. I, I feel like you are qualified to interpret the G wagon. <laughs> well, if we look at the word G, because it's a letter, it's a letter, but also a G is someone who's uh, a, a gangster. Yes. Which is uh, uh, slang of the word gangster. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gangster. You got to. You got to drop off the ER and put the A there. So it's gangsta. So G-Wagon is a gangsta wagon. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is some sort of conveyance, kind of like the donkey that Jesus rode on. <laughs> we could call that the G-Donkin. G-Donkin yeah. <laughs> wagon. Now, now, hold on, though. If we, if we look at what the, another name for a donkey is, uh-huh. and we combine that with... The G, then we got, then we got gas. <laughs> we got gas, which so well already, so well. Right? It's used to power uh, vehicles. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So this okay. is a very song already. Take the next few lines. This is good. This is deep. All right. All the housewives pulling up, and then in brackets it has up, up, up. <laughs> I got a lot of toys. 720S bumping Fallout Boy. How about that? Yeah. Definitely mm. beat that there. Yeah. That line. Yeah. Totally. Don't know why. Next line. <laughs> <laughs> you was talking S in the beginning. <sighs> back when I was feeling more forgiven. Amen. Yeah. Forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it pissed you off to see me winning. 
See the igloo in my mouth when I be grinning. <laughs> I be grinning, yeah. Now, yeah, I be grinning, yeah. That's right. I, there's a lot of brackets there that I left off, so the I'm, I'm slacking here. It's okay. <laughs> See, it's okay. The abridged version. So, what can we take from that, right? Well, first of all, you know, he he had a, a time in his life where he was more forgiving, right? Mm. Than he currently is. He's he's pining, Back. right? He's pining for days of yore when he had empathy, right? And yes. <laughs> my uh, compassion, right? Mm-hmm. How you say that Greek word in his heart? So he, I think he's being redeemed here. I'm I'm just seeing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming igloo in his mouth. I'm sure. like, okay, that threw me off for a minute, right? But he's grinning, so right. maybe maybe igloo is something that makes him smile. Yeah, maybe? yeah, that, that actually might not be fake. That might actually be a real igloo. Uh, like teeth, maybe. Like- maybe. Ice, ice colored teeth. I don't it know. It could be. Could maybe is it yeah. like a diamond grill? Maybe that's what he's talking about. Could, could be. Could be a reference yeah. to something sinister. Who knows? Maybe he literally has a piece of styrofoam in his mouth. Because isn't that he blue be, like a brand of cooler? Unhealthy, and I would not recommend it. Most surgeons yeah. would not. Um, I can't imagine that sensation. But even if he did have a piece of styrofoam in his mouth, it says he's grinning. I'd be grinning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's a happy fella. Hunted, H U N N I D, which could be an ancient Hebrew word. Bands yeah. in my pocket. It's on me. Hunted, mm. again, Hebrew, deep when I roll <laughs> like the army. Oh, gosh. Get more bottles. These bottles are lonely. First of all, immediately, I think of Jesus, right? Mm. Water into wine, get more bottles. These bottles are lonely. We need more wine at the wedding. <laughs> Those bottles were lonely. I they mean, sure were. They sure I were. mean, he he used the ceremonial vessels there to, <laughs> to make a lot of wine and really good stuff too. So, like you know, going back to the fact that he's now grinning. I'm sorry, sure. grinning. Got grinning. G. See, you gotta drop because he needed it for G wagon. See, if you go back, <laughs> well, if you G- are a G, if you are a yeah. G, you drop that G. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Yeah. Want to take 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 charge here, sir? Oh gosh, uh, it's, it's a, a moment, moment when I show up. Got him saying "Wow," and then in brackets, "Wow, wow." Mm-hmm. Hundred bands in my pocket. It's on me. On me. Yeah, your grandmama probably know me. Hmm. Oh. You know, a lot of people get their faith from their grandmama. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back to talking about bottles. Uh-huh. Now, let's go into the this. Everywhere I go, catch me on the block like I'm Mutombo. I have no oh. idea who Mutombo is. Do you? Uh, it, it sounds cultural. Let's see. I'm going <laughs> to Google it right now. Okay, Mood I'm gonna um, Bo, You do that. Seven fifty Lambo in the Utah snow skirt. 
<laughs> Trunk in the front like that crap Dumbo. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the roof off like a nip tuck. Mm. Pull up to the house with some big uh, gluteal maximals. Ooh. Turn. Now, now, gluteal maximals. <laughs> now, Mutombo was yeah. a Congolese-American retired professional basketball player, according to his they, Wikipedia page. Played 18 seasons in the NBA and has uh, been known for his humanitarian work. Ah, So they caught so him he, on the block. He's Again. a 7'2 uh, man uh, who is around 250 pounds, 7'2", ah. rich, yeah. and he does humanitarian work. Oh, so that's, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. That's good. Okay, this uh, speaks to me directly because I, I, I uh, actually experienced this as a young child. Ah. Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club. Now, my first job as a seven-year-old uh, was a stripper. Oh, yeah. My dad put me in um, employment. He was a furniture restorer, so I would just take, like, tables and Anything with a wood oh. surface, I would strip. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would strip the lacquer, the, the stain, and then we would re restain it and then put a nice gloss on it. So I personally identify with turning a kitchen counter, which could be made of wood, right, mm. to a strip <laughs> club. Uh-huh. So it was a club, a, yeah. a gathering of people, a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just, they were just, Varnishing the whole time, varnishing all this varnishing. wonderful countertop. It must have looked lovely. Mahogany, oh, probably. Oh, yeah. And Jesus, yeah. hey, Jesus was carpenter. a carpenter. carpenter. So you can say that there was a strip club. Straight <laughs> up. Me and Jesus. All right. <laughs> Me and Dre came up for the. Oh, I didn't get, I didn't copy this correctly. No, you did. You did. It leaves it blank because in the song, at that point, it inserts a sound effect. Oh. Yes. Oh. So me and Dre came for the, and then it's like. Oh. Exactly. Like, okay. And, and I Dre don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> when I got a guap, all of y'all just appeared wow before right. i dropped stony which is his album yes none of y'all really cared cared mm-hmm. now they always say congratulations for the kid uh what do you get? kid yeah kid he's he's calling himself childlike which means he's gonna inherit the kingdom of heaven <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, just in all seriousness god's gonna get post malone eventually you know I, I I think so too. I yeah. honestly do. But I think he was raised in faith and then mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, I, I don't want to say he walked away from it. Um, he knows about it. Yeah. He knows about God. Like he knows he's done interviews. So I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Mm-hmm. I really, because he is a talented fella. Sure. It mm-hmm. was God given gifts for his oh, glory. Yeah. All right. So we're on. Congratulations. <laughs> and to the is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this crap. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a lot, but 
but now I, but I got more now. Yup. Yeah. Made another hit because I'm bored now. Yup. Always going mm. for it. Never put, never punt. Fourth down, last call. Hail, Hail Mary, Catholic. Prescott, touchdown, A. What do you think? <laughs> a. Well, it's good that he doesn't let himself be bored. No. That when boredom hits, he gets busy. He does something with his life. That's a good thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always going and for it. He never plays. He's a he's 100% effort, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes down to it, his last call, he reverts to Catholicism. Hail Mary, right? So, <laughs> he's right track. oh gosh. He's a cowboy fan, obviously, which is true, which is unfortunate. And apparently, he's, he's a fan of Prescott's. Yeah. Uh, which Prescott, I think he, just got, he just got injured. So, you know. Well, I Sorry thought Prescott was a. Your, your team sucks and that but prayers for Dak anyways oh I thought a Prescott I thought he was talking about a sweater no no he's talking about a human being <laughs> Dak Prescott I, I swear I thought he was talking about a sweater a Prescott sweater no, it's I'm not a, kidding more of a cardigan but thanks <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's great that's fantastic so he goes to repeat the, the opening lyrics about the bottles and the, again, mm. Jesus with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> and I got showing up saying, wow, a, a, wow, saying, wow, wow, wow. So <laughs> praise the Lord. That yeah. was a deep song, bro. That was so, that was good. That was good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> you're, you're all shook up. <laughs> Next song. Next oh, mom. boy. Oh, boy. Walk it. I'm like I talk it by me. Yes. Featuring Drake. Oh. And I, again, I'm only going to play one minute of the song. Clean but we will do right? our best. Praise yes. God. Clean version. Clean version. Oh, All right. Hallelujah. Here we go. I've never heard this in my entire life, by the way. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Hello. Walk it like I talk it. 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 Oh yeah. It I'm not repeating it. It literally is saying that over and over again. Here we go. Big talks of the town, big butt gang moves, gang moves. I like to walk around with my chain loose. There we go. She just bought a new, forgot the same. Oh boy. All right. That's enough of that. You want to start us off? Yes, sir. So I'm going to skip past the (laughs) solid 40 seconds of the walk it like I talk it. But I will will say this, that walking it like you talk it is somebody who is backing up 
their words with mm-hmm. actions. Exactly. So, so this is somebody that is trying to live honestly. A moral right? appearance. I'm beautiful. I love it. Yeah. It even talks about that in First John. It talks about living in an honest way, right? Great. Great. So I get that. So, so, and he literally takes an, a solid 35 seconds talking about this one thing, just saying it over and over and over and over again so yeah. that we understand that he walks it like he talks it. And then he Perfect. must have a lot of friends because there's a lot of people in the background who interject these little things uh, okay. Uh, woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, woo. And then I like yeah. he's got like a lot of friends around him. That's a wonderful thing. And as a matter of fact, when we get the lyrics, this confirms my suspicion that he has a lot of people that are there for him. So yeah. lines. Take my shoes and walk a mile. Something that you can't do. Now, see, that I like that a lot because that's right. Each one of us has to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, don't we? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Big talks of the town. Big boy gang moves. And then there's a couple brackets there. The one's like, whoo, hey. And then another one's like, gang moves. Right? So, gang, which is, right. you know, a crowd of people closely associated with each other who are in of like mind, right? Sure. sure. So, so they're all of like mind together. Yeah. One accord. Yeah. Yeah. And, and big talks of the town, big talks of the town. Everyone's talking about them. So, so clearly these guys are making an impact just like everyone was talking about the church in Acts chapter two and three and four and five. Right. I was about to say it, brother. I was about to say it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, next line. I like to walk around with my chain loose in the number brackets. Chain, chain. He's got very encouraging friends, I, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, now, what does that mean, would you think? I like to walk around with my chain loose. He, he's, he recognizes his, his mortality, um, <laughs> and he, he realized that he is chained to, to death. He will someday die, but he keeps it loose. Because he knows his, his life is defined by the end. It's defined by the links in between himself and the end of the uh, chain. You catch it? Like the chain, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He's not. He no. doesn't take himself too seriously. No, not at all. He enjoys every moment. Okay. Next slide. All right. Now. She just she just bought a new. Uh, I'll I'll uh, use a different word. She just bought a new booty, but got the same um, uh, 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 bosoms. Bosoms, yes, <laughs> yeah. And then again in brackets, same bosoms. Like, <laughs> so there go his friends again. Always the encouragers. They're just backing him up. They're That's great. fantastic. They're great. Oh friend. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that line, so let's just skip it. Skipping it. Uh, Yeah. Next line. Whipping up dope. Scientist. And then in brackets, whip it up, whip it up. I'm not sure what to think about that one either. I. Mm, Yeah. Go ahead. 
I think he's he's re- literally referencing some like the the next line after whip it up is cook it up, cook it up. Mm. So I think he's and a scientist. He's a science wizard in the kitchen. That's my sauce, right? Where you find uh, it? That's my sauce. Look it up. Look it up. Find it. Okay. He's in the kitchen right now. This is coming. Uh, this is purely. You know cool. what? I think you're right, and that's that sound effect. It it they spell it S K R R T. Right. Skirt. Right. Which is a cut of steak. It is. And there's a, a skirt steak. There's a sauce associated with it. That's all I'm saying. There is. Perhaps it's a reduction of some sort. That could be a good thing. It must be a reduction. That is my deduction. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his sauce, right? It's Look it up. No Look it up. Sauce. Find it. Oh, yeah. It now, the next Oh, yeah. Dang it. Uh, so you're talking about the recipe, and I agree. That's probably what he's saying, right? Looking up it's, the recipe. There is no doubt that's what he's saying, John. Oh, yeah. No oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Not guaranteed. That yeah. must be what he means. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, adding up checks, no minus. And then in brackets, his friends again. Oh, his silly friends. Add it up, <laughs> add it up, add it up, add it up. Yeah. And then get your respect in diamonds. And then in brackets, ice, 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 ice. Hmm. hmm. So ice is diamonds. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I gather. Yeah, from Post. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so it's not that Post Malone had a piece of styrofoam in his mouth. It's that uh, the igloo, which he was referring to, was a nice, nice alliteration, was actually a diamond teeth cover. A, a diamond a- grill, as it were. A grill, yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, yes. so okay. Uh, diamonds are what, sir? Diamonds are forever. Oh, right? best friend. oh. <laughs> so I think diamonds, uh, as as it relates to respect, is his respect is in things that are eternal. Like diamonds are forever. Mm, I get okay. respect in the eternal. He's not. He's not living for today. He's living for for the afterlife. I feel that in his lyrics. And hey, diamonds are formed under intense pressure. Indeed, indeed they are. So when he's saying get your respect in diamonds, maybe what he's saying is that you need to get your respect in those times of great pressure. That's right. Not looking at the mm-hmm. temporal things, but the things that are eternal, that last. Yes. 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 Okay, next I- line. I bought a plain Jane Rowley. These uh-huh. brothers of mine <laughs> thought they fame. Woo. I think my bat got scoliosis because I swerve the lane. Skirt. Skirt. There he goes talking about steak again. Again, he's, his yeah. back is thrown out because of how delicious that steak is. Heard you oh, wow. signed your life for that brand new chain. I heard. So. New chain, mortality, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it came with stripes, but you uh, ain't great with the gang. Friends coming gang, in here. Gang. Gang, yeah. gang. Yeah. Gang, gang. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's look at that for a second. So, if if what we think about this song is that he's actually talking about how hard he works in the kitchen, and his back <laughs> got scoliosis because he swerved the lane, maybe his back 
is is bent because of how long he's spending in the kitchen, and he just can't stop talking about skirt steak. Take a break. Right. He, he um, and then heard you sign your life for that brand new chain. So maybe somebody like sold out and is working at a Denny's when they should be working for themselves. And then think Denny's. it came with right. It's not worth it. You're better than this. No. <laughs> Work someplace where you can actually cook food, not just reheat it. Uh, think it came with stripes. And immediately I thought about the stripes on the back of Jesus as heretical mm -hmm. and awful as that sounds. But maybe he's talking about being abused. Aye, aye, aye. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. And, and clearly, you ain't straight with the gang, he says. Right. And then his, his boys are in the back going gang, gang. So maybe they're not straight with multiple gangs. They should be out of gangs entirely. That's bad company, corrupts good manners. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a warning. It's a warning. It probably, it probably is. So he goes on uh, 20 more times or so, walk it, like I talk like it I talk again, it. Mm -hmm. of not being a hypocrite, living out your faith. Love it, love it, love it. And yes. then our pal Drake comes in with some ah. fire. Huh. Never yeah. say that. He says, right. A, I got to stay in my zone. Say that we've been beefing, dog, but ah, beef. you on uh. your own. You on your own. First night, she gonna let me, cause we grown. I oh. hit her. She gave, gave her back to the city. She home. She at huh. home now. And then it goes on with more. Oh <clears throat> goodness. These lyrics, these lyrics, sir, are just they're just esoteric. You know, they're sublime wow. in their in their way. They're so intense, aren't they? That, well, there's meaning in every every oh. line, every word. Oh yeah. Let's skip now, when I skip that part, yeah, he talks about <laughs> travel a lot, quite a bit too, because he's talking about mansions and Google Maps and Versace, which isn't that an Italian brand, sir? It's it is Italian. Okay. Uh, you, so you want to keep reading that part, or do you want to? Sure, 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 sure. So we've been brothers since Versace Bando. Whoa. Name ringing like Amigo Trap phone. Whoa. Used to be with Vashti at Santos. See, so this is a very worldly gentleman. That's on Tommy Campos. We live like Sopranos. Ah. So, so we have someone who's been to Italy, and then we have somebody who's – the name Vashti sounds uh, – I don't know why, but it, it conjures up uh, thoughts of uh, India – well, is it, wasn't that the name of um, of the king's wife in the story of Esther? I'm not sure. You might be right. It, I, it was, I haven't seen that. It was Vashti. It was Vashti, yeah. So that's a reference. Well, Vashti, yeah. Good old Esther. Gotta love it. Oh, yeah. He's in the scripture. And then, and then we live like Sopranos. And I'm not sure what Sopranos is. I know it's a singing thing, right? A soprano. Right. And they're probably referencing the, the TV show, but you know. Oh, that's right. That's a that's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother show. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so what I mean the song goes on quite a bit. I mean, there's several more verses, yeah. but uh, we have so much content with what we've already uh dissected what, what is your walking away 
from this song leave you with? What, what are you left with after looking at this? I've, I feel like both writers are coming from a place of spiritual depth, unforetold. Uh, we did not know, we did not know what they meant um, until we really dug into the lyrics. So from what I gather, uh, they're, they're really, really deep, really, really esoteric. As I said, um, <laughs> the meaning of every word uh, and every line just, mm -hmm. it just screams richness. It's like eating a <laughs> very thick cheesecake. Just it's a lot to, to process. And I'm, I'm glad we delved into this, but it's a little much for me. It's a little much for me. <laughs> it's, it's strong drink. Sure. It <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, now. Let's wrap this up in a bow, shall oh, we? Wrap. Oh, you caught it. I sure did. Now we got pretty early in the morning to get one over on me. <laughs> okay. oh, I wasn't born gosh. yesterday. <laughs> yes, yes. Not to skirt the topic. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But we, but. Uh, we we misinterpreted every single line on purpose, right? Yes, yes. With our audience, we're not that dumb. <laughs> no, sometimes. However, sometimes. However, if we are, it's usually on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah. Usually on purpose, <laughs> but there are times where people, including myself and you, I'm sure, will read a scripture just like we were reading these rap lyrics. And we will misinterpret it. We'll miss the, the intended meaning. Not always because we're dumb, but because we were taught wrong. People raised in church, yes. people raised in religion, uh, hearing the same scriptures over and over, taught the same exact way. Nowadays, I read a scripture that I read growing up, and I see a hundred different things than I saw when I first read it. Because the Word of God is alive. It is active. It is constantly revealing itself to us. So John and I uh, pulled up a scripture or scriptures that we know has been misinterpreted. The one I picked has been misinterpreted by myself. So it's uh, something that God showed me um, that I was in error on. So do you mind if I go first, sir? Mm. Please. Okay. So misinterpreted scripture. Uh, I don't really read this guy, but I've heard a lot of quotes from him. A.W. Tozer said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So how we view his word and how we view his character is important. It's going to inform and determine how we live our lives. So this scripture uh, is John 14, verse 21. And I, I already have it pulled up here, John 14, 21 in the NLT. Oh, okay. I'm going to read it yes, sir. for the audience and myself. It says, those, Do it. those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. So reading this scripture growing up and scriptures like this, 
I've heard it preached and I believed it that you need to prove your love for God. Mm. You need to prove your love for God because if you're not proving your love for God, it means you don't love him and it means he can't love you back. Now, we would never we would never say it like that, right? But it really is what we believe. It really is what we believe if we're raised in dogmatic religion, if we're raised in a legalistic mindset. So the scripture says, yeah. those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. Backwards, flip it on its head. Those who love me are the ones who accept and obey my commandments. The second line is actually misinterpreted. I was reading in the Greek. It doesn't say, and my father will love them or, and I will love them. It just says, my father will, ag will agape them. Like mm. those who accept my commandments, those who love my commandments have the love of the father. First John four nineteen says, we love each other because he first loved us. Yes. So his love for us came before we ever, ever obeyed him, before we ever uh, uh, did a, a work for him. Jesus was told by the Father, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, before he had done a single miracle, before he had preached a single sermon, before mm -hmm. he had done anything for God, God said, you are my highest delight. You are the pride of my life. Romans 5, 8 says God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinning. So back to John 14, those who accept my commands and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Sounds like we mm -hmm. got the cart before the horse, John. Religion. It really does. Religion has. Yeah. And and really, when when you think about ancient languages, the, the amount that we're able to understand today, uh, it, it really pales in comparison, especially when you think of sentence structure, yeah. right? How we phrase things and the emphasis that we put on different words. Now, I'm not an English teacher, but I know that different words – Right, form a sentence, and then some words, when they have the emphasis, right. are meant to go first, and then others are meant to go afterwards. So there's a certain cause and effect to the way that we say some things. And we think that we can take our cause and effect, that our sentence structure, and on our meanings, and, and then how we formulate words, and apply that to a 2,000 or more year old manuscript, <laughs> and that we're going to be able to ascertain in our modern day understanding exactly what they meant and exactly what they meant. And that's it. And it can't mean anything yep. else. Right. And, and we look at a scripture and we go, Oh, I know what that means. And then we stop I've there. And we don't, we don't. Yeah, yeah me too. And, and we don't take a second to realize, no, 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 no. He's not saying that you have to obey in order to be able nope. to love. He's saying that once you accept the love that he has for you yeah. first, that love will compel yep. you yep. to obey. And then what? 
Like he's he's just he's explaining what the love of God can do for That's a right. person. Transform the world. And and we got it. Yeah. Mm. It is transforming. It's absolutely transforming. It's it's one hundred percent the thing that has transformed my life more than anything else, more than all the doctrine, mm-hmm. more than all the studies, more than all of the memorization, mm-hmm. all of the services where I did a yeah. lot. Love of God, the love of God, accepting the love of God, believing what he says yeah. about me. That's transforming yes, more than sir. anything, sir. And like religion is just so it's it's straight from the pit of hell because it will take the very word it of really- God and make it of no effect. That's a quote from Jesus. Jesus said mm. that. Religion will take the very words that bring us life and it will twist them into a way that brings us death and it brings us condemnation and it brings us guilt. And what this scripture exemplifies Mm. is how easy it can be when you're under religion, whether it's your own or someone else's preaching at you, how easy it can be to miss what God is saying completely. Without Holy Spirit, guys, with Holy Spirit yeah. helping me understand Scripture, it is way like night and day. But before I had Holy Spirit, it was easy to fall into doctrinal and BS. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's the thing for yeah for all of us, you know, like like when we look at the way that we were taught and the person yeah. that taught us. The person, and we look at the person as the person that we as the one that we need to emulate. And so we then we end up emulating the person who taught us, and not the person about whom we were taught. Right. And and we were never really led to think for ourselves in that That's regard. True. It was always you have to believe this way. Been there, done that. You know. No, thank you. And it's so small-minded, isn't it? It's so small-minded. It's 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 so harmful and small-minded because I mean, we serve a God who says some really cocky, fantastical, big, amazing things. I mean, we have a God who says stuff like, "I know the plans to prosper you, like my plans that I have for you, plans not to harm you, but to prosper you, plans for a hope and a future." Don't tell me what I think about you. Yeah. Like you can't, t- you can't. T- I don't have plans to harm you. I have plans right. to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. You, the plans that I have for you are more numerous. Like the thoughts I have for you are more numerous than all the sand and all the beaches yeah. and all the world. Like, I'm the God of exceedingly abundantly above everything you could ever ask dream or imagine like and nothing in all of the universe can separate you from my love like nothing in all of existence can separate you from my love nothing in all of existence can separate you from my love that's 
But, but, but John, you says. have to obey his commandments or he won't love you. Oh, I know. And yeah. I have to worry about his, well, his wrath, wrath is constantly. Definitely, definitely directed at me and, and me especially. Just, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just got to tear I'm, the whole just, New Testament out of your Bible. But yeah, man, love it. I'm just a piece of crap. And I should just be thankful to be the guy that picks up the trash at, at the hey. gate at the kingdom. Our God, he's he's a right. hard man, you know. He's hard. Yeah, he he is. <laughs> and I should be scared and and take whatever he gives me and bury it and wait to die so that I can go to heaven. Because if I step out of yeah, line, yeah, we lose I'm it. Then he's gonna he's gonna punish us. He's gonna punish us. Right, and I should just suffer in silence and just accept everything that happens to me. Because after all, I can do all things ah, through Christ I who strengthens me. There. What's your scripture? Uh. <laughs> mm. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This has been used as an excuse by so many people to, to, to suffer through things that God never intended for Come us on. to suffer through. It has been used as a catch-all for people to accept their lot mm -hmm. in life. If somebody had told this to the woman with the issue of blood, she never would have reached out and grabbed the hem of his garment. Hey, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, so that means you can Step just suffer through it. Your woman. Hey, Stiff upper thing, right? Hey, leper, I know you're a leper, and I know your nose and your ears and your fingers are rotting off, and that you smell and that you're in constant agony. But hey, you can do all things through Christ mm. who strengthens you. Hey, you poor person. Hey, you person who's literally suffering from poverty and you can't pay your rent. And you have to decide if you're going to eat or pay your rent, or you have to decide if you're going to pay your car payment or have food in the fridge for your children. Hey, you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So just suck <laughs> it up. Yeah. Cause you can do it. You can do it. And if you can't do it, it's because Christ isn't strengthening. Oh my you. gosh. Have you heard that preached? Right. That's the implication. The, the implication, isn't it? That if you can't do it, you don't. And that's what they do. They'll flip it and be like, "Well, if Christ strengthens you, you can go through everything." You know, I've heard. I've heard that actually. They'll say, um, "God never gives you anything you can't handle." Something like that. Like, like, right? like the things that are coming at you are from and God. It's like, which is bull. Right. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That that's not exactly what he's saying here, and I'll, I'm going to look up that other scripture. Can you speak to that for a second? I'm going to look up that other scripture. Yeah, people as well. act like God sends us tests, He sends us trials to perfect us and perfect our faith. You know what? I think that Jesus is the exact image of the Father, and He's exactly what God wants to say about Himself. And He went about doing good, not putting cancer on people, not putting poverty on people to teach them a lesson. He actually went about doing good. Yeah. Healing all who were oppressed 
of his father. Oops, no, of the devil. So I think right. you should read the Bible. Yes. That is my that is my advice to you personally. All right. So this scripture that popped up when you were speaking was first mm. Corinthians ten thirteen. And let me find the version that I really enjoy. So here's the ESV. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But when the temptation, with the temptation, he will always provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, notice the wording here. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man, but God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Is nope. God the tempter? Ooh. God has not, not been the tempted, tempter. neither tempted he any man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, he is Mm-mm. not the tempted or the tempter, but he's, if you read it, it says he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So he will not allow the enemy to tempt you beyond what you're able to bear. And it says, with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape. So when you are tempted, which he doesn't do, he gives you, along with the temptation, a way to get out of the temptation that you may be able to endure it because he won't allow you to go through it without his say on the It's so crazy because what what Jesus is talking about – what good fathers do. Good fathers don't give their children bad things. So if you being evil, yes. don't give your children bad things, how much more will the father in heaven not yes. give you Holy Spirit to overcome bad things which are not from your father? That's pretty simple. Yes. Oh. People are yes. Go back. And let's go back. That's let's that's awesome. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I always tell people to read stuff that Mm -hmm. comes before Mm -hmm. it, right? So I'm going to start at verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished. Like, so he's talking about someone who cares about him first, right? I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished. And then he says, again. So this has happened. He's talking about people who have have he's been with and, and they've cared for him greatly and they've done it again. And then he goes on to say, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. So he's talking about somebody that cared for him so much and wants to do it again. But sometimes they lack the opportunity to. So he's talking right. about somebody who's trying to be generous, right? And he's talking about someone that is is being kind and providing for his needs. Mm-hmm. But he goes on to say, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Why would he say this? Because right. he's traveling, right? He's traveling. He's going all over the place. He's he's doing the ministry. He's being the the one that, that, that God set him out to be. So he's traveling, and there are some times, right, where he has to be content with what he has because he's bouncing all over the place. So I know how to be abased, hmm. he says, 
and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What is he talking about here? Is he talking about our general life situations? Is he saying that people that have nothing should stay in I don't, nothing? What is he saying? He's a traveling man. He's a traveling person. He's bouncing all over the place. He is somebody that is thankful, thankful for everything he has. Yep. That's what he's saying here. He can do all things through Christ who strengthens him because in his travels, he's speaking to the church at Philippi, is he yeah, not? Philippians. Mm-hmm. Philippians. He rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. He's traveling everywhere. He's going to all these places. He's visiting all these different cultures and people. And there are times along that travel when you're doing the things that the Lord would have you to do because you're compelled through God's great love to serve in the mission capacity that he would have us. And that looks different for everybody. That there are times, moments where you aren't going to have as much as you did before. But we're walking a journey. We're serving the Lord in the capacity that he sets before us. He is not telling people to stay in those moments. He is not telling people to stay in suffering, to stay in lack, to stay hungry, to stay abased. It's saying to be thankful. It's saying to be grateful. It's saying that along your journey, Mm -hmm. you will have hardships. Right? But it doesn't mean to stay there. Show me one place. Show me one place where God said, I want you to be poor. I want you to be poor. I want you to be sick. I want you to suffer. No New Testament, no New Testament examples that I can think of. As a matter of fact, we already talked about one where he said, you being evil, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, then how much more does your father in heaven want to give you? Holy Spirit. What? Yeah. All good things. Yeah. Right? And, and it's like, wow. Wow. We really, we really think, we really, you know what? I'll take that back. Maybe the problem hmm. is, is that we don't think. Maybe that's the problem, that we don't think enough. We don't think enough. We, we just take the word of another person at face value without digging further without looking for ourselves yeah, and, and we accept mm-hmm. his gospel and we don't stop to think about the implications of that or the implications of that, right? We don't, we don't, we don't take a minute to realize, look, there's something else going on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
people will, will use that scripture, like you said, to justify their struggling or their staying in a, a place of hardship as kind of like a comfort scripture. Like I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But I remember Jesus saying the same works that I do, you will do and greater works because I'm going to my father and mm. I'm sending Holy spirit and you have the same power that raised Christ from the dead living inside of you. If you want to interpret that scripture to say, you can just trudge through life and live in a, a struggle the entire time, be my guest. Uh, but I'm going to shoot for what Jesus said, the same works that he did and greater works, which I haven't yes. seen the same works yet from anyone in my personal friend list, but <laughs> I'm believing for that and greater. Doesn't mean I'm not believing for it. I'm believing for yes. dead raised, yes. blind eyes open, deaf ears open, and more because that was what Jesus did. And I'm believing that I has not seen and ear has not heard what he yeah. has prepared for us. So all things. All things. Yeah. And you know and you and 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 don't you love it how yeah. it says all things, right? says all things, but there are people who, because they haven't personally seen, like you, you say you haven't personally yeah. seen a dead person not raised yet. from the dead, right? With your own, with your own eyes. Yeah. Exactly. Not yet. But you're not closed to the idea. But there are people that, because they haven't seen it with their own two eyes, they take their own personal experience and they say, well, I've heard this from my pastor, and this is what I've seen. So this is what is real. Right? Those this is what it. is real. Yeah, still believe. Amen. Yeah. And, and I'm looking right now at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, and I'm going to read it in the Amplified. For you are recognizing more clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his astonishing kindness, his generosity, his gracious favor, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich and abundantly, abundantly blessed. Now, some people say, well, he's not talking about monetary riches. He's only talking about spiritual things. He's only talking about uh -huh. spiritual blessings. <laughs> Now, now yeah. let me ask you a question. As we determined on our last episode, Jesus Christ was the perfect personification of everything that yep. was perfect and spiritual. He's God's picture. He's God's mirror. Yeah. So, if yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich, abundantly blessed, if if what it's talking about is spiritual things. At what point was Jesus spiritually poor? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I could tell you a few times where he provided, though, like food and, and, and money for taxes. Mm -hmm. We could all use a little bit of that. Holla, money for taxes. <laughs> and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what we're doing right now? You know what we're doing, Pastor Reed? We're casting a big fat light. Yeah, I thought you were going to say right big fat now. middle finger to the religion. No, <laughs> I'll do that for you. I'll do that for <laughs> that, you. That too. Yeah. 
No, to, to the man, religion. to the establishment. <laughs> religion. <laughs> because we, we started off today's episode reading lyrics and trying to, to filch something out of lyrics that clearly was, was <laughs> way wrong. <laughs> and we know a lot of rap fans that are going to listen to this are going to be like, what the I frick are you guys Indian talking music. about? We, we, Indian we music. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, my genre. <laughs> right? But we do this with scripture, don't we? We do it to scripture. We read scripture that doesn't mean something, but we want to reinforce our own mindsets and thoughts. We we want to reinforce yeah. what we think. We want to reinforce what we think. We want to reinforce what we've been told, what we our opinion yeah. is. And and that's not repentance. No. That's not metanoia. That's not metanoia. That's not allowing God to change us. That's us trying to shoehorn scripture to justify our own biases, problems, and improper uh, 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 knowledge of, of the word. See, so so I think I think one of the things we're doing today is getting people to stop yeah. and think about the way that they yeah. look at the word. And the way that they apply it to their lives. You know, there was a person, it made me so sad. It made me so sad, bro. Uh, this person was a business owner. And they owned a butcher shop. And they are completely and 100% against all forms of prosperity. Oh. And when I asked them, wait a minute, you own a business, correct? And they said, yes. You run a business, yes. You work for yourself for a living, yes. Don't you want to be prosperous in what you do? Don't you want God to bless the work of your hands? And you know what they said? It made me so sad. What did they say? They said, they said, I only want to make enough to pay the bills. And maybe just a Why little bit extra. extra. That's greedy. Why would you want extra? I thought God wanted you poor. Just enough. Just enough. I don't get it. <laughs> just enough to eke by. I, That's I all I want. Pass judgment on them, but just that mindset is so selfish. It is so selfish. Yeah. We are called. We are called. It is to lend to the nations. We are called to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked. We are called to leave our country and travel to unknown ethnos. That is so selfish mm. to want just enough for you. That is selfish. And it's, just sad. it's sad. It's not God's heart for yeah. you. It's not God's heart for you. He wants to bless you no. and the work of your hands, everything your hand touches, everywhere your foot treads. He wants to bless the world through you. He wants to bless the mm. world in you and through you. And I will not settle for anything less than that. No, sir. You know what I wonder? Mm. I ask questions like this sometimes. I wonder about the Lord. I, I wonder about how the disciples ended up uh, in their life, how their families and friends ended up. I wonder about different things like that. And some of it's biblical and some of it's not biblical. But I wonder constantly about the Lord. I wonder and I think and I imagine 
what it was like and what he went through. And I think about him all the time, everywhere that I'm going, I try to remember the Lord. And I think about him and I wonder, and I speak to him just like I'm talking to you. I just talk to God and that's prayer. And, 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 I think, gosh, you know, like like when the miracle of the uh, the the yeah. catch, the Which fish one? catch. <laughs> yeah, I did a thing yeah. once. Oh, right. I, I did I did some rough research once, just very brief, and found out that one catch was twenty years wages. Well, damn. Wow. In one catch. That's a catch. In one catch. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, and I, I checked it two or three times. I checked multiple sources, and they all agree. The amount of fish that it would have taken to dump a boat like that and for all those people to barely yeah. be able to hold on to, right? And the amount that would have made him so awestruck as to say, yeah. get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. It would have had to have been a amazing, overabundant, more than enough amount to shock a fisherman. They won the lottery into repentance. A fish, yeah. They did. Jeez. They did. And and when you think about that, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because of the topic. What, what was the topic of today again, sir? Misinterpretive scripture. When we look at scripture and we, in our own hubris, think that the one way that we're able to understand it is the only meaning that can come from it. We discount it and move forward and forget that this is a living word, a living word that has multiple meanings and multiple abilities. The same scripture, the same scripture could heal you 20 years from now. Regardless of if you're memorized, you let your eyes read it. And the same scripture, everyone knows John 3.16. But you know what? It hits a little bit different when you're depressed and feeling unloved. It hits a little bit different in that breakup. Yeah. It hits a little bit different when you're abandoned. It hits a little bit different when you feel hated. And that's the thing. When we look at a scripture, we need to understand this is a living word. This is not just a book. That means one thing when we read it. This is God's word. God's word. The alpha and the omega. His will for our life. It's really important. (laughs) It bears repeating, doesn't it? And we should understand that Holy Ghost is real and that he's still speaking to us through his word, through his spirit, and through his people. And that his will for our life is way bigger than a single doctrine. Yeah. Or denomination. Or or religious uh, uh, and can I just add that every single Christian on the planet has their own doctrine, their own denomination, whether you think you're a part of one or not. We all come short of interpreting scripture. We all come short 
That's why we have Holy Spirit to interpret it for us and to bring all mm. things to our remembrance, which he has shown us. Like without Holy Spirit reading scripture for me, mm. like it would be, it would be, it was very different reading the Bible. Now it's actually, like you said, a living word, not just a document of th stuff that happened, but a letter written to Vinnie Montano in 2020 for what I'm going through right now. And every single word and every single line is for me. It's for me. It doesn't just apply to my life. Jesus yeah. is speaking in real time to me when I'm reading it, or at least he's trying to, mm. at least he's trying. Yeah. 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 Gosh. I, I love, I love thinking about that. I think we have That's amazing. About covered it, sir. I'll tell you what. I think so too. I, uh, <laughs> way, way more, uh, uh, comfortable talking about biblical stuff <laughs> than I did talking about but it worked it totally works again we should do this again sir. it worked this oh god good. oh lord okay all right I shall gird my lord with the, with yes <laughs> yes oh gosh okay all right. As always, this is the Vinny and John show. If you guys yeah. feel like contacting us, leaving some input, dropping an idea, Drop dropping a letter, just want to say hi, please make sure to send us an email at the Vinny and John show at zohomail.com or check us out on Facebook or you could, at um, the Vinny and John you show. You could direct message me, Vincent Montano, Facebook. Oh. Um, I don't care. I'd like to see what you have to say, oh, yeah. an idea for the show, a question, prayer request, anything. We'd love to hear you guys talk to us over text. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All, those yep. All that <laughs> and more. All right. You guys have a wonderful week. Guys.